Hey guys, what is up? This is Maybe Unblock My Number First. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Thanks for listening, guys. So my one good thing for the day, you guys, is that I am on top of everything. And this is sort of counterintuitive because what I actually did is that I had a planner. I had, it was just a Google Calendar app that I had running. Um, I had it for a few months. Uh, had it since July. And it was running my life. At first, it felt really good because you get to check off all the things that you do. And you get to sort of build good habits with the app because, you know, it kind of congratulates you every time you've done, you know, your activity three times a week or four times a week if you do it every day. Whatever you have it set up for. I'm not explaining this very well. It's not important. But the important thing is that I actually got rid of the app altogether because I felt like it was running my life. I felt like I had a hard time remembering things without it being on my planner. I felt sort of, you know, I was using it as a crutch, kind of. So I got rid of it, and I'm actually feeling... Obviously, it set me up really well. You have to give it a lot of credit, because I wouldn't be this organized if it wasn't for using it in the first place. But now that I'm on my own and sort of floating away in the ocean of, you know, no structure in my day, I'm giving myself structure, um, and I'm finding myself on top of everything I have to do. So branching off that I actually wanted to share with you guys this is sort of a coincidence but I have this youtuber that I subscribe to and then I pointedly unsubscribe because I just wasn't into the thing that he youtubes about anymore and it won't get rid of him and it keeps sending me notifications of his new videos and whatever so today he made a new video of the day in the life of him being a youtuber he's like a millionaire and stuff like that um I was actually planning on doing a day in my life. So, yeah, anyway, here's my day in the life as a music blogger, which is basically what, you know, I'm turning myself into. I have a new daily routine. I basically, I wake up at 8 or 7.30 every day. I, like, you know, get ready, get out of bed, do my morning, do my morning routine. And I basically just look for music and, you know, artists all day long. And I'm addicted to it. It's, it's becoming a hobby. Obviously, I write for people, I write for blogs and stuff too, so it's still keeping me, you know, monetized a little bit, but I have this new routine, so basically I look for music all day, and I'm looking for artists, and then I write my blog posts, and I plan my podcast, and then obviously I record, and I put out my stuff, it's becoming, I'm becoming a real big hobbyist to you guys, but I just wanted to share that with you, um, I don't know how you make an entire, I guess you can make an entire YouTube video, out of a day in the life. I actually stopped making YouTube videos. It was actually a mild success, but I was just sitting in front of my camera and didn't have any video editing skills. I don't mean to be sort of negative about myself, but that's just the way it sort of turned out. That's okay. I had like a little vlog series for a little bit. It's like a little little marketing gig, I guess. Um, what I am doing is I have a blog. Um, if you guys don't know, the origin story of my blog is hilarious. I love telling it because I, you know, I'm a, I'm a freelance writer, so I write for people, and I was writing for this magazine, this online news website, and I was their music person, and I, there was another music person, we became buds, actually, but I wrote about music, and it was, it was pretty chill for a little bit, but then I realized I could kind of do this on my own. I wasn't really getting paid for it, I was just doing it for experience, it's one of those kind of gigs, so I, I started my own music blog, and I really like it, it's called Plug in the Amp, um, and it's like this endless scroll. That's like how the website part of it is set up. So I can just write post after post. And it's really simple. It's really minimalistic. I really like it. 
so you guys can check it out it's in my twitter bio um and i share the posts all the time anyway my point is the the last thing i blogged about was lo-fi i've discovered this thing called lo-fi um or chill beats (laughs) or beats to relax to it's one of those things where they have youtube mixes and the youtube video is like seven hours long or maybe it's an hour long it, it doesn't matter it's something ridiculous like that um and it's this music tap in the background sort of but i've been listening to nothing but it for the past week um i can see myself listening to this for years just kind of being locked in the zone of it uh it at first i thought it was just instrumental stuff but it's actually there's lo-fi hip-hop there's lo-fi covers of popular songs there's just like one dude that does it i think but he's pretty well known for it um there's lo-fi i don't even know i'm branching off of lo-fi and i'm finding other stuff that's pretty cool that's pretty much the bulk of the you know the music today um it's it's my new obsession though and i've been listening to it for a while i don't know i've been getting sick of it actually i've been listening to it so much but it's pretty easy to just kind of you know chill out too um i just wanted to share that with you guys so what else guys so i have spotify obviously spotify premium and it's pretty good sometimes i get bored of spotify because i've had it for so long i've had it since 2014 or something ridiculous um but they they come out with new stuff all the time so i guess they keep you entertained they came out with my time capsule you guys probably know it. i've seen this before but it actually updates it's not like one stationary playlist that they just collect the music it actually updates every now and then so i used to listen to throwback music all the time it used to be like my normal listening to but my normal playlist what i just listened to all the time i was obsessed with it it was kind of my thing actually but i've been you know branching off of that i kind of let that go and now if i listen to it i get so annoyed it's like yes i get it everyone likes the song um even when i was listening to lo-fi covers of you know popular songs i had to switch the playlist i was listening to because i got so annoyed by it um but spotify's time capsule is kind of you know made up for you know other people's shitty throwback music because it has some pretty good songs it has it's obviously catered to you um it surprised me good for spotify basically um it's it's good so it's been perking me up a little bit i don't know how depressed you have to be to start listening to throwback music but that's basically what i listened to all of yesterday uh i found some old favorites too. it's pretty easy to sing along there's a lot of taylor swift on it used to be this huge swifty and now this now because of folklore i don't like folklore i've never liked folklore even when it first came out i listened to it just for the sake of you know old times <laughs> so my good old times with taylor swift but i don't like folklore i don't like how she dropped it overnight i've said this before um i don't like taylor swift anymore although i did say that and then i heard reputation and i heard some of the songs on reputation and then she did Lover with Sean Mendes, who I'm going to talk about next, actually. And so she keeps... And then she did Bonnie Rare, who did Skinny Love. So, you know, there's some there's some things you can't get away from, I guess. If you like Taylor Swift... If, I, if you like Taylor Swift as much as I like Taylor Swift when I was 16, then I guess that some of the obsession kind of sticks. Um, but it's kind of branching off into, you know, who she does music with, into new music, into not Taylor Swift. Um, but, you know, whatever. And, you know, music news. Here we go. Sean Mendes, who I was just talking about, um, is out with new music. It's called Wonder. 
I don't know when I decided to become a Sean Mendes fan. It must be I just begrudgingly accepted that he's pretty good. He's Canadian, which I'm Canadian, so that caught my interest. Um, he's like a rock star. He he's pop, obviously, but he's like a rock star. Honestly, he's got you know his, t- his muscle shirts and his guitar, and he's pretty good on stage and whatnot. Um, I almost put his new song in this playlist today we're talking about, but it's kind of a downer. It's The lyrics go, I wonder what it's like to be loved by you, which is sort of sad. He's been dating Camila Cabello. I don't even know how to say her name. Um, On and off, I think. I don't know. I was going to Google Shawn Mendes and Camila's relationship. Maybe I'll do that right now. Anyway, um, it was kind of sad because paparazzi caught them in hotels and stuff and took weird pictures um is are they together they're still together but taking time apart yeah okay whatever i feel like that's sort of mismatched it felt like two people that were on the come up that kind of bonded over that um i don't like camila cabello that much i like some of her songs i feel like she's a bit of a a one a one hit wonder too she kind of had her time in 2017 maybe a little bit of 2018 but that is it um sorry <laughs> oh well um anyway Shawn Mendes Wonder is a good song I actually listened to the music video it, he did so much promoting for this song and it's because he's coming out with a new album I haven't really like looked forward to something coming out other than folklore which doesn't count because the promoting for folklore was ridiculous in my you know educated <laughs> music opinion um but sean mendes tried really hard so i listened to his or, or watched his music video which i never do i never watch music videos because they just wreck the song for me but this one was actually pretty mild and pretty good Uh, It must be really awkward making music videos because they're so, you have to be so into it. I guess once you get into it, it kind of carries you from there. It was really good though. The music video, okay, you know what? I I take that back. It was half really good, half really bad. And it really stirred up my anxiety because there's some like on your, on the edge of your seat bits where he looks like he's going to get killed basically or he's going to, he looks like he's going to go underwater. It's going to be one of those underwater scenes when, you know, he's struggling to breathe or something. Those cause me so much anxiety. I cannot watch superhero movies when, you know, people are in danger, stuff like that. It has to be really mild for me. So the music video starts out really mild. He's on a train. And they have some sort of, like, ballet dancers, um, some professional dancers in the background. And he does some dance moves with them. Um, it's it's really smooth at the beginning. He's singing, obviously. Then they start bringing in the forest and water and nature and a cliff. And that's when my anxiety started going up really bad. But I would recommend the video overall. It looks like he tried really hard. I am excited for the album. I'll probably do a review of the album. I don't know. I think Shawn Mendes is more artistically talented, musically talented than people give him credit for because he's so light and pop and top 40. And yeah, he's doing well, but that's probably why you can kind of hear him. I don't know if he writes. It looks like he writes his own songs. It's like he wrote Wonder because he was putting up, you know, um, just pictures of his handwritten lyrics so it looks like he writes it so that's pretty cool so that's Shawn Mendes he's still on my radar we'll see what he comes up with on the album I'm really excited actually um if you get past the sort of the flash and the lights and the superstar-y part of him he's pretty good musically so it looks like he's just basking in the glow of the fame as well which you know I guess he deserves 
Um, Jason Derulo's Savage Love hit number one on iTunes. I think they came up with a new remix of it. Um, I only heard the song once, but I hear how it's really addicting. If the problem for me is that I'm actually over the word savage. Um, I think it sort of ended with 21 Savage. I think he sort of captured that. It's sort of, he sort of owns it. Uh, anything else that's savage is sort of old. It's outdated. It's kind of annoys me. So I'm not sold on the song, but it is catchy like a Jason Drew song might be. So next in news is Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus did a cover of Heart of Glass by Blondie. And I'm a huge Blondie fan. I love the whole whole decade or whatever. Um, She's supposed to be, she's actually like rock. She's considered rock during the time. She's pretty soft for rock, soft rock, definitely. But Miley Cyrus did a cover for iHeartRadio and she just wrecked it. I didn't enjoy it one bit. It was like, I hear the Miley Cyrus I hear the scratchy voice. I hear the rock star that she sort of wants to be screaming. I don't know if she listens to Screamo, but kind of the screaming singing that, you know, I've heard before. I I don't like it. I didn't like it that much. It sounded like a completely different song, which I guess is sort of the point of a cover. I kind of understand that. But more importantly, I, I just enjoyed the parts that sounded like Heart of Glass when she started singing the chorus and stuff then it sounds like hard glass but it was yeah it, it sounds it's nice when it sounds like the original but yeah Miley Cyrus I know you have to be artistic I know you have to be edgy but I think you could have done it better so but you know continuing with Miley Cyrus she's actually doing another backyard sessions I loved her on the original ones she sang Jolene which is where I know Jolene from and look what they did to my song Ma um, another song that I wouldn't have known if it wasn't for her. I listened to those backyard sessions so much, I actually got sick of them. I'm actually sick, sick through and through of them. So I'm actually glad she's coming out with a new set of backyard sessions. It should look good. I'll make sure to give it a listen, a review, and whatever. Um, but hopefully she doesn't wreck it. Hopefully she picks some good songs. Um, if she does Heart of Glass by Blondie, she's obviously on on a wave where it's popular songs or songs I should know so that's good for me that she, I, she's picking up songs for, like that she's like glee but she, all, all the cool music I know that's cool by you know someone else's standards was I, I found it off of glee I'm not too proud to admit that because glee did good covers of some stuff it was that it was kind of like a light pop teen tv show which what it was for me I guess everyone watched glee but Anyway, I'm going to stop talking about Glee. Where is Love? Love, I actually really like. Love is one of those artists. He, apparently, he started out in his parents' basement. So that's kind of nice to know. Um, but I miss him. He he always comes up with good music. The last I heard, he did a song with the people that did Savage Love, actually, with Jason Derulo. But it was not good. It was called Sweet and Sour. The album art looked like candy. It looked like they were just doing whatever. I don't know. Um, but stuff like his album that came out a few years ago in 2018, I think 2019 was actually the name of the album or something. I oh, my love discography is escaping me right now, but I miss him and I hope he comes up with new stuff soon, 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 soon. I'm tired of listening to Fuck I'm Lonely, which was on 13 Reasons Why, and his album. Um, but that was that's an addicting song. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it again if I remember after this podcast, you guys. That's such an addiction song. So in the music you today, you guys. Um, 
I've, so I started off in lo-fi and I started looking for playlists of lo-fi. And the thing about lo-fi is that I, I, I said that it was lo-fi. Or sorry, there's a thing called lo-fi hip-hop, right? Because that's the one I'm sort of branching off of. I started listening to lo-fi playlists. And the key is that you got to find a playlist that has like 300, at least 150 songs. But, you know, ideally like 300 songs. So I heard all this music that I'm talking about today is from, it branches off of lo-fi. Two of the songs are by Paofu, who I wrote a blog post about. I'm actually sort of obsessed with him. He seems to be sort of a face in lo-fi, which is a pretty small genre on its own. But he seems to be a face in it. He's a pretty good producer. I'll talk about that. But the first song by him, actually, is called Letters in December. It's it's kind of classic. Some of this is like I, I wrote a I wrote a review about Machine Gun Kelly's new album and I actually hated on it because I actually I hate I think it's so out of style. I think it was produced by one of the guys on Blink One Eighty Two, who they don't really develop. They just sound like Blink-182 sounded like in 2001, which I don't think it's a good thing. I don't even I don't even know if that's the right year to pinpoint at that. But that's the year, I think, when I think pop punk. Um, so this is like, this is not pop punk, but the lyrics are kind of the same. Lyrically, I think it's sort of spewed from pop punk. But some of the lyrics go, I'm sorry, I'm not perfect. It's a classic line. It's kind of good to hear. It's still a thing um because that's how I feel all the time um but this song has some pretty good rapping it gets on my nerves just a little bit because it has a lot of um lo-fi is loops so they just play the same bit over and over again throughout the song and it sounds really good and it's good because Pathway has a song called Deathbed Coffee Coffee for Your Head and I listen to that song on repeat for days and still still one of my top top songs and I'm still talking about him, obviously. But you can do the loop well or you can do the loop badly. And he does it, I guess someone else might think that this one this one sounds good. The one on Deathbed sounds bad. But I think this one gets on gets on my nerves just a little bit. Picks up some of his slack later in the song though, so it's not so bad. The next song on the list is also by Pafu. It's called The Wood Look Perfect. It has this perfect piano opening, and it's perfectly produced. It, I don't know how... It sounds like an old-time movie that you're watching on film. Um, or some people, if you wa- watch an old cartoon, some of the music and the graphics, obviously, it just so puts you in a different mood. And just the age of it. It's like watching Charlie Brown. It's like watching something really comforting like that. I don't know if I could watch it for like hours or anything, but I could watch it. I could watch an entire show of Charlie Brown. Our entire and it just reminds me of when it was on VHS or even DVD, which is old now. But the song is really easy to get lost in. He loops the part that is sounds old timey too. So he does he kinda has a trick, obviously. He has like a formula for his music. But he does it well. So, you know, I'm gonna listen to it over and over again, just like he plays it over and over again. The next song is called Why'd You Have to Go by hmm, IHK51. So that's a that's a confusing name, but whatever. Um, he, I don't know if it's he or she, you guys, sorry, but Why'd You Have to Go? Why do I like this song so much? It rocks right off, to this, off the start. A big thing for me is that if 
a song is good in the first millisecond or microsecond, it's it's a good song. If it catches, it, it's supposed to be like that. You're supposed to produce music like that, I think, if you're, you know, artistically thinking about it. I just, it, it catches, it's a hook. Even when you're writing, if I'm a writer, you guys, they always say to capture someone's attention, your audience's attention off the bat, off the hook, and to, you know, maintain and keep that intention for the entirety of the song. So this song is so good because it rocks right off the start. And it keeps bringing back the intro that rocks so much. I want to loop again. I'm addicted to loops, obviously, because they just play over and over in my head. Um, it's easy to get lost into, like, all this stuff. Like I said, I'm listening to stuff that has, like, or sorry, playlists that have, like, 300 songs. People pick 300 songs to put together, and I just zone out to it. It just sounds really good. It all sounds sort of sort of all the same. Um yeah, I, I recommend it. You guys give it a listen. So the next one is called Up for Days. It's by Kenny, featuring 97. I don't know who these smaller guys are. This one has 201,000 plays, so maybe not that small. But it's it's a classic song. It's another song that rocks right off the start, and it has a repeating intro. Um, I'm finding a lot of similarities between some of these songs. The lyrics are really good. It's about grinding, staying up late, doing your work done, getting your goals um whatever stuff like that i i love it the last song on the list is called your love by we is me featuring a name i can't pronounce Dorothy Dignugla. that sounds good um some good guitars some pretty vocals it sounds like it goes well with rain and coffee easy to get lost into awesome song you guys so that is the end of the list and the end of the podcast you guys thanks for listening I actually read somewhere that a perfect podcast is about 22 minutes in length, so I think I'm going to get that on the dot today, you guys. So stay tuned, you guys. Connect with me on Twitter if you want to talk, me to talk about anything on the playlist or on the podcast, you guys. Have a great day. Thanks for listening, you guys. Take care of yourselves out there, and peace out.